Here at Doxaday Bloom, we are excited about making disciples who impact the city and nations. We hope that you enjoy today's message. Hi, Doxa family, and welcome to the third week of our beautiful Holy Spirit series called Within Us. Um, and if you have possibly noticed, we have these amazing icons that our creative team designed that represents what it is that we'll be focusing on each week. And for today's sermon, um, we are actually looking at the icon that represents fire, which already should give you an idea of where we are going. Um, but what is very important is that we also looking at the words sealed and sanctified, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. So firstly, I want to start just by saying something that possibly has already been said, but I always feel it's good to just say certain things again. Um, but when we it comes to the Holy Spirit, many of us have very different experiences. When we even say the word Holy Spirit, it could either be something that's familiar to you or something that you just try to avoid. <laughs> but here's the thing. God is a God of relationship. He didn't come to present Himself just as the Father or just as the Son and definitely not just as the Holy Spirit. He came as all three. Even in the creation, we hear that He says, we, literally using that relational term, saying that let us create them in our image. And therefore, even if the Holy Spirit is something that's a little bit unfamiliar to you, know that God cannot be put in a box. He cannot be limited. And therefore we cannot choose which part of who He is we can have relationship with. He is all three of those things in um, put together. And so the idea with this series is for us to really just create a safe space where we can talk about what does that actually mean? What does it look like? And I'm very excited about today because what we are focusing on is the following, that all experiences that you and I have had with God is basically because of the Holy Spirit. Now, you might sit there and think, okay, sure, I've never even spoken in tongues or given a prophetic word, but that's always where we go to with the Holy Spirit. We immediately just assume it has to do with the gifts. But I wanna make it very simple. If you have ever sat with your Bible and you are reading a day after day and there's just nothing, it's just desert dry. And I know I've had that, um, just dry, nothing is popping out. And then all of a sudden one day, it's like a light that shines on a scripture or a word and you have that aha moment. Um, possibly even in church, you're sitting in a sermon and you hear it, but you don't. And all of a sudden something just speaks to you. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit working in you, which is exactly what God's intention with the Holy Spirit in us was all about, for Him to work in us as well as through us. Um, if you've ever struggled to love someone, you just do not have that fruit of the Spirit. And you pray, Lord, help me, help me have more grace, help me have more love. And now I've got a five-year-old little girl and sometimes I really have to pray, Lord, <laughs> extend my patience, you know. I can't do those things out of myself. And all of a sudden I'll have this moment where I just know what to say to her when she's questioning the world or she fell or I had a horrible moment and I just have this conviction inside of me. I need to show her repentance right now. I need to demonstrate that I'm also human. Those are moments of the Holy Spirit. And that's where, where this beautiful synergy happens, where we actually understand the Holy Spirit is constantly with us, leading us and guiding us. 
I love how the one um, pastor said it. He said that the Holy Spirit applies divine living. <laughs> and if you have ever had a victory moment, you know those moments where whether it was something moral, something you struggled with, um, and all of a sudden there's victory, or you stood in faith for a job and you didn't get anything, suddenly there's breakthrough, those victory moments, that is the Holy Spirit applying divine living. In fact, our very salvation becomes something that we not just have and enjoy, but we live it out tangibly because of the Holy Spirit working within and through us. Now, in Ephesians 1 verse 13, it says, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Him with a seal. There you hear the word seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. Now, there's a lot going on in this specific verse. We're not going to have time to unpack all of it, but I want you to just focus on that specific phrase where it says, you are marked in Him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Now, in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 21 to 22, it says, He anointed us, set His seal of ownership on us and put His Spirit in our hearts, isn't that beautiful? As a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Again, a lot going on. I wish I had more time, but we're gonna focus on two things. The first being that seal. Um, I love in Corinthians how it says, He anointed us, set His seal of ownership on us. I mean, that speaks of so many beautiful things. So now the symbol of the seal is actually so profound. If you are um, quite well versed with the rings of olden times that had the family um, symbol on it, I, I realized just now my ring is so big, it would have been perfect. Um, so it would have the family um, symbol on it to show this is our family. It was a very specific design so that when they wrote letters, um, they would actually use the seal some would have a stamp or a ring um, and then they would dip it into the wax and they would put it on the seal and so that when these letters are delivered or a very important decree had to be said that you would know who is the representative of the seal and obviously it would most of the time be representative of royal family so that everyone would know but now to get to the point of this which is so beautiful when God says that I have anointed you, I've set His seal of ownership on us by the Holy Spirit. It means, and I'm getting so excited thinking about it, that the Holy Spirit is the representation of us belonging to God. <laughs> if it was a drawn picture, <laughs> then we would be the family symbol. <laughs> the Holy Spirit would be that for us, representing that we are God's family. We are part of that royalty and that wherever we go, we represent this family. A seal is the proof of authenticity, of ownership. And that means when you gave your life to God, that moment where you said, I'm no longer my own, I belong to Him, and the Holy Spirit was given to you. It was not just something that He gave for you to just go, well, this is weird, I don't understand it. No, this was a gift. 
It is God saying, I want to make my home in you. And to such an extent that wherever you go, whatever you do, my, myself, who I am, the Holy Spirit, who is me, will be the representation that you are mine in every area of your life. And that is incredibly powerful. And I want to encourage you here, know that that is for you as well. Even as I'm speaking, I just know there are some that's listening to the saying, I don't feel like that includes me. It includes you. Then this was just for you to hear that God says the Holy Spirit was given to you as well so that you can be the very representation of who I am and what I stand for. So now we want to look at the symbol of the icon, actually the fire, which is so beautiful. Now in the Old Testament, they um, used the symbol of fire as a representation of God's very presence. If you remember with the Israelites, there was the fire by night, which represented God himself. Um, when the prophets wanted to show God's power, then fire would come down from the heavens. And of course, the most important one is that God represented his presence in the tabernacle by the form of fire. You see, fire actually represents God's presence. But here's the incredible part. When we fast forward into the New Testament, the moment where the Holy Spirit was poured out on his disciples, what was the symbol? It speaks about flames, tongues on the disciples' head, fire. In other words, my home is now no longer in a building. My home, my very presence, my fire is now at home in you. <laughs> that makes me so excited to know that wherever I go, whatever I'm busy with, and even for you, wherever you are working, wherever you are busy with in the kitchen, at school, on the road, at work, God's very presence is at home in you and me. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is, there it is again, who is the Spirit. But now why this is so profound for me is because what does fire also represent? <laughs> And this is where the sanctification comes in. When we think about gold, when it goes into the process of fire, it literally burns away all the blemishes and things that shouldn't be a part of what is the pure gold so that only what is gold remains. And this is the beautiful part. That is what God wants for us. When He says where the Spirit is, there is freedom. He wants us to understand that with that freedom, comes this process where we are sanctified to become more and more like Him. You see, Scripture actually speaks of that, that we must have a desire to become more like God. And here's the thing, how do we actually do that? Even if we are saved, even if we know that we have the Holy Spirit, even if we are aware that Him being in us and with us all the time creates divine living, how do we become more and more like God? And this is the more difficult one. <laughs> it's only through vulnerability. 
You see, if I really want to not just know that God is in me, but live like that, it means I need to allow the process of fire to happen in my life. And I can honestly tell you, having been through a few fires of sanctification, it is not always enjoyable and it's not always the easiest process, but through the process, I'm more and more aware of how much God loves me, how much He is for me, and how much His grace is sufficient, even when I feel in my most weak place. See, God's desire for us is to not just be here on earth, but to be here with Him, knowing that we are living for something so much bigger, that our lives are to represent who He is, but also to look like what He is and what He represents. And what is that? God is love. And that means when I go out, God is using me as a vessel to show His love to the people around me, to show His grace, to show His kindness. Is that easy? No. Is it something that happens overnight? Definitely not. That is why that fire, the symbol of fire, allowing the process. So I wanna end off here by asking you the personal question. Maybe it's easier that you are at home maybe currently listening to this, but I want you to get very honest for a moment. How open are you about your life and your heart with God? How much of His fire do you allow in the deepest crevices of your heart? Or is it a case of, you know, I know that I have the Holy Spirit, I know that I have a relationship, but there's parts of my life that I'm too scared to let go through this process of fire. God is saying to you this, this day, whenever you are listening to it, morning, evening, somewhere on the road, God wants to say to you, I love you so much. I've given you myself. I want to not just have a home with you, I want to live with you in each moment of every day. What are those parts that you are still holding on to that God is saying, give it to me. Allow me to put it through the fire so that what is left, what remains is beautiful. What remains is me and you on a journey that is safe in my hands. Let's pray together. Your Father, I just wanna thank you today um, that you are such a gracious God, that your journey with each of us is so personal, um, and yet you have one goal in mind for all of us, <laughs> no matter the journey, no matter the stories. Your heart for us is to be in a deep relationship with you, one that is alive, one that is divinely led by you, by you, Holy Spirit. So I wanna pray today for those that are still experiencing, they. They're struggling to have a relationship with you as Holy Spirit. But something inside of them is stirring since the first sermon already. And I want to pray right now that you will allow the Holy Spirit to fully abide in you, to live through you, to work through you, to not be stuck in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but to also see it as there's more. <laughs> in your reading of the Bible, in standing in faith for other people, in preparing a simple meal for your family. How can the Holy Spirit work through those moments to minister? And secondly, I wanna pray for the group that was stirred today by hearing those areas that are still kept 
on the side. And I just experienced God saying, allow me into those spaces, into those crevices. Allow my presence to dwell in every area so that you can become more and more like me and so that I may show who I am through your whole life, even the parts that you don't want to share. Thank you, Father, that you love us deeply. And this is an invitation. It's not forced on us. And so I'm so grateful to know, Lord, right now, whoever's listening to this, you are guiding in your kindness to open their hearts and allow you in. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. Make sure that you get connected to this family on mission by joining us at one of our Sunday services. 